Being 10 years old can be absolutely terrifying. You're old enough to have a little bit of knowledge of what's going on in the world, but you're not old enough to do anything about it. Sure, you may not be dealing with stink spirits or ghoulish creatures with no faces, but it's still a very scary time. It is this very delicate period of life that we find the main character of the movie we're talking about today. A normal 10-year-old who just wants to know why she has to move away from all of her friends, who gets swept up in a world beyond her understanding. Under the careful and meticulous eye of renowned Japanese animation director Hayao Miyazaki, this Wonderland-esque escapade becomes something absolutely stunning and a meditation of why we're so scared of change, especially when we're 10. So come on, everybody. Let's make sure we get across the river before sunrise, because if not, we'll get spirited away. Oh, my baby. Are you all right? Are you emotionally traumatized? This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I am joined by, as always, by... Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I don't remember my name. You don't remember your name? No, but for some reason, I remember yours. You're Mark. And you're Chad. And this is Best Pictures. So the way this show works <laughs> is we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. We And we just wrapped up 2001. Uh, and now we are launching into 2002. And I get to pick first. Um, so we're about to dive into my movie. But mm. before that, let's talk about what we've seen at the Megaplex recently. Mark, what have you seen? I have seen, um, it's this indie movie. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Um, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yep. Have you is heard that, of that actually one? the full title is Fast and Furious yes. presents Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. It is. That's yeah. In Japan, it's called uh, Wild Speed presents Super Combo. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. It's close to that. It sounds That's like a fast incredible. food drive through option. Yeah, um, I have the Wild Speed Super Combo. <laughs> what would come in a w- wild speed super combo? Well, first you get a little bit of Hobbs, and then you get a little bit of <laughs> Shaw on the Cole side. Shaw. I don't know. Honestly. Yeah, Cole Shaw. I mean, you get a double dosage of Shaw is kind of the thing they don't tell you. But then the other thing they don't tell you is you get about mm, 25 helpings of uh, Hobbs. So... <laughs> It's really unbalanced. Um, yeah. I'm going to be real with you. I have now seen a total of four movies with these characters in it. Couldn't tell you which one is Hobbs, which one is Shaw. <laughs> I think The Rock is Hobbs. Rock is Hobbs. He's Luke Hobbs. Okay. I mean, I knew that. I haven't seen any movie featuring these characters, but like Shaw is just it's, such a Jason Statham name. Shaw. His name's, his name's Deckard Shaw. Deckard Shaw. Yeah. yeah. It's my name. Deckard. How's my, how's my um, Statham? Talk about the movie. <laughs> It was it was really good. I think that um, there's a there's a scene where they're like running down a, the outside of a glass building. Very good. Of course, all of the car chases. Very good. Yeah. Um, whoa, 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 everyone whoa. is talking about how great Vanessa there's Kirby is, but they really sideline her for most of the movie. Yeah. Um, so that she these is boys good, can punch each other. She is yeah. good, but most of the movie she's like handcuffed or um, right. I don't know. She's great. She's cool though. They they try and make her sort of the Rock's love interest, and it's like we honestly don't. Isn't she Shaw's really? uh, sister or something? Shaw's sister. Yeah, yeah. it's my sister. Don't touch. Um, don't touch my sister. And I Helen mean, Mirren's daughter Shaw. as well. 
Yeah, Helen Mirren is in the film. Is she um, Shaw's well, Helen love Mirren, interest? This is this is also not Helen Mirren's first Fast and Furious. It is movie, not her though. first really? Fast and Furious movie. No, <laughs> she's Shaw's mom. She's been in a oh, couple. So not Shaw's love interest then. No, yeah. they're much a big age difference. Um, well, haven't we love, also met Shaw's have a number. brother? Yeah, Shaw's brother was Luke Evans. He's the first Shaw we see. Right. How many? Um, how many? people are in this family is this whole franchise that... just about the shaw family <laughs> well it's about family in general so. true yeah. Oh, yeah. the last act of Hobbs and shaw is about Hobbs's family so yeah like they go to a hawaiian island and defend it with Hobbs. okay family. well it's not hawaii it is samoa uh, samoa i thought samoa this is me, no. truly me being so, it's, not, it's samoa, close though right i don't think it's close but it is also america America owns Samoa like it owns Puerto Rico. Uh, it's okay. like closer to the Philippines, I think, like um, further south. Hmm. It is 2,566 miles away. So, yeah, it's not it's not, not close, close by any means. Um, Samoa like, lies south of the equator about halfway between Hawaii and New Zealand. So it's just in the oh, middle wow. of the fucking Pacific. Yeah, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's far. Got but America, it, America it, like it. called dibs in the 40s. Cool. I mean, not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Colonizing's not cool, but well, me having fair, knowledge now is cool. I, th- I think Japan called dibs before America got called dibs. Yeah. Okay, cool. All um, right. Uh, uh, Japan called dibs and we called shotgun challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's like it's solid i don't know it's fun to watch this one started to overstay its welcome a lot for me because these two characters for whatever fucking reason are used as comedic relief a lot of times in the fast and furious movies and so it was constantly them quipping at each other and there's cameos which are just people trying to be hilarious so like the comedy became very grating yeah uh, but there is also a part where they're attaching hitches to the back of cars and trying to stop a helicopter mm-hmm. and there's like 12 cars like floating, trying to stay on the ground and pull down a helicopter. So that ru- like it's the action. Every time there was an action scene, I was like, yeah, cool. It's just all the fucking quips that sucked. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think this is a spoiler and Chad, feel free to plug your ears slash cut this out I if it is. don't care. Um, so. But Kevin Hart shows up for a scene yeah. or two, yeah. and um, bad. Just, just, bad. and and like, See, only, I think Kevin, I think Kevin Hart is the good cameo. So well, okay, I think that Kevin Hart is decent, but he it, like his scene just stretches. It's too long. Does he like joke about, about his height? Not really. Yes, really. He jokes oh. about how he's <laughs> like he's talking about how he wants to be like the third man on the team. Yeah. And it's it's funny. He's like, yeah, I'm the same as you guys. I'm just as tough as you guys, which right. again, isn't necessarily a height joke, but it's like a yeah. It's him being um, scrappy do. He just wants to be scrappy do. Yes, God, he is Kevin definitely is a scrappy do. Um, in the worst way possible. Yeah, because I love scrappy do, and I don't hate mm, Kevin do Hart. You? Yeah, scrappy do's hilarious. He's a little like okay. Scrappy Doo is like notoriously hated, which is why the Scooby Doo really? one like has him as the villain. Yes, that's why he's I the like villain I like Scrappy Doo because oh, he always seems like he's supposed to be a character you hate. 
Yes, he is. Well, I don't know that he yeah, is, but people do hate him. Oh, Whenever I've seen I him, I'm like, oh, fucking, fucking Scrappy again. Uh, yeah. I'm never like, why am I supposed to like Scrappy? I, he's like right. a wild card. He like he like throws off the the dynamics of the team because you get so used to like yeah. the Scooby Doo. Where are you? Is sort of the same thing week after week. But then Scrappy Doo's in there. He'll just start like punching people and uh, he's calls like a when, big he's problem. Like, he's like when Arnold's cousin Janet comes on my school bus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas like a new Janet. a new kid is in class and like it kind of throws off the dynamic. Yeah. Weirdly, her first appearance is the pilot. Is the pilot, yeah. <laughs> the first episode where she's like, you know that dynamic you're used to? And the whole crowd was like, no. She's like, well, I'm going to um, toss it up. It yeah. is. That's the very that's first the pilot? episode. Yeah. Man, in the first it's, episode, it, Arnold the, freezes his head off. It's he it's does. the first episode that was shown. I think another one may have been made first. I'm not sure. I don't know for sure either. But um, Has anyone watched yes. the Kate McKinnon school bus? No. No? Nope. Um, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally one of the Magic School Bus biggest fans right here have not seen a second of it. Gotcha. I'm just wondering if it's I'm, any good. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's good, yeah. honestly. Um so yes, chat, people hate Scrappy Doo. I love Scrappy Kep- Doo. Um the No, the Ryan Reynolds stuff sucks in the movie. Um Oh yeah. Wait, Ryan Reynolds is in this that... movie? Yes. We're still talking about Hobson ju- Shaw? Yeah, yeah, because Ryan Reynolds just plays Deadpool in it. I don't what? hate Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Crossover I mean, event of the century? No, he's not literally well, Deadpool. He, he's just he's doing the Deadpool shtick, essentially. He's just fast talking and, oh, I'm saying something inappropriate. Isn't that okay. shocking? Blah, 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 That's blah, also... Blah, blah. I mean, he is. he's playing the annoying guy, which is always Ryan Reynolds. Even in Detective Pikachu, he's still kind of annoying the main character. I like him in Detective Pikachu. I don't like him as Deadpool. I didn't like him in this movie. I felt those modes were closer, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, sure. But his his bit in this isn't like as winky winky. Um, his whole bit no, is No, but he's he, very like smart assy and like He's pretending to be best friends with uh Hobbs. And yeah. Hobbs is like we're not friends, and that's the joke. I, I'll I'll be honest, this movie does not sound good. It no, it's fine. It's fine. I, the action is really good. Um the Rock is the Rock, and uh, uh, the other guy is the other guy. I Jason Statham. Jason, Jason Statham, Statham is the other guy. I play. And he, I play Deck Deckus Shaw. I, <laughs> I I like to drive the cars Here, fast. And here's the last thing Jason, I have to say. Jason Statham. Um, yeah. So so, so you started doing this because you think your Statham's good, Chad. Let me nip it in the bud. Yeah. It's really fucking um, bad. I'm I'm Jason. Uh, I'm Jason Statham. <laughs> No, it's is not. It not good. The Rock makes a lot of no, short jokes good. about Jason Statham, which is hard to understand because literally everyone looks short next to The Rock, so it's hard to tell right. someone short or average it's, size. Yeah, um, it's not true. Even. But at, at one point, they're walking through um, Shad's garage, and there's a Mini Cooper, and yep. uh, The Rock is like, "Hey, is that uh, is that your car? Because it's small." And he goes, <laughs> "No, I had to use that for a job in Italy." But here's my thing about oh my the Italian God. job: um, <laughs> the Italian job does not take place in Italy. There is no. an opening scene that takes place in Italy where they it's use boats the to get around the canal, right? Yes. So they're doing a job that's similar to the Italian job. So um, my yes. thesis statement it's is about that the Hobbs fallout and Shaw, of Italian job because Edward Norton betrays them at the beginning. Yes, and and kills yeah. uh, Keeper Sutherland's dad, um, yeah. Donald. Donald Sutherland. Yes, Donald. Uh, my, my thesis statement, and this is after hours of consideration and rewatching the Italian job, it is not in the same canonical, canonical, canonical universe. Yeah, no shit. Um, I think they were just being cheeky. For, 
I thought for a second that it was. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it's it's a movie that would have been fine most summers. We've just kind of had a rough blockbuster summer, despite having like good big movies. There have been some that are like just absolutely awful, and so this just being kind of meh didn't necessarily make me happy. But a big I'll- blockbuster that I loved mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? Waiting on Door you. of the Explorer. Oh, okay. I was trying to remember. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call that a huge yeah, blockbuster. It seems like a mid-budget action comedy. I mean, um, it costs like $50 million. Okay, but it still is like an IP and sure. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and I also don't love it, but I, I, I like it uh, a decent amount. It is a much stranger movie than i was thinking going in that sounds good um i also love movies that are riffs on indiana jones or uncharted or tomb raider Dude, like, you're gonna I just love, love sahara by the way good oh, i yes. love i mean oh. i love national treasure you know i love mm-hmm. movies with puzzles you like archaeologists it sounds like i love archaeologists yes archaeologists uh, are the best protagonists i think we can all yes agree. honestly just I give mean, me a Jurassic rip Park. roaring Yep. Well, Just give me a rip roaring adventure in the jungle somewhere and I'm in it. Like the movie is very like predictable with its storylines and it's like twists and who the villains are and all of that kind of stuff. But the jokes are not predictable and they really make me fucking laugh <laughs> and it's really solid. Um, it's like the Muppet it's it's like the most recent Muppets who has the same director, James Bowen. Muppets or Muppets Most Wanted? The Muppets. I mean, he directed both of them, but The Muppets is the movie I'm referring to because that movie is good, really solid, really funny. The plot is pretty, like, normal. It's it's a pretty, like, standard plot. Isn't it like getting the gang back together to put on The Muppet Show again? Yes. Yeah, it's just... So, so, So this is like that, where the plot is not necessarily something new, but... I think the lead performance by the girl who plays Dora is really good. Um, I think the jokes are really funny. Um, um, let me ask you this, because uh, Danny Trejo plays Boots, but was not well, in any of the marketing. How much Trejo yes, do you but, actually get in the movie? So I am, after seeing the movie, pissed that they mentioned Danny Trejo at all. Gotcha. Um, because it's a surprise rise in the movie when you hear Danny Trejo. Okay. But they announced it before and it's in like a trailer. It says Danny Trejo next to a picture. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have just kept it a secret so that scene would have worked. It's probably it's in his like contract when Keanu is in Keanu. Do what? Mark? I was saying it's like when Keanu is in Keanu. Yes. It's essentially yeah. a scene like that. You you don't think Boots can talk the whole time and then out of nowhere he talks and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's really funny and really good and it still works. Yeah. It just would have worked even better out of nowhere. Um that's, Swiper that's is in it is funny. Mm-hmm. It starts with like I was laughing in the first second because they do this weird opening thing. Um it's really solid. Like, it truly, it is worth going to watch. It is a fun... I plan on seeing it in. this week, honestly. Like, I just... I saw some pretty negative reviews on Letterboxd, and I was like, okay, interesting. Um, I just would say don't go in expecting a masterpiece, but it's funny. I don't know <laughs> how you could expect a masterpiece, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I plan on going tomorrow. Yeah. There's just been... There's, like, weirdly... <clears throat> 
these are the two weeks where people are just dumping everything. Like, yep. there is no reason there are five, like, wide releases mid-August, but there are this weekend. So it's just kind of hard to make everything when you're somebody who tries to see everything. But yeah. anyway, still haven't seen Scary Stories to uh, Tell in the Dark. Yeah. Still haven't. Um, is, is The Kitchen out? Or is that out this yeah. week? No, The Kitchen came out last week, but I'm not going to watch it because I heard it was bad. Yeah. Um, but then, like, Where'd You Go? Bernadette comes out this yes. week from Chad's favorite director. Um, sorry, uh, sorry. The Kitchen, more like the garbage disposal. Am I right? Yeah. High five. Also, Angry Birds 2. Also, The Boys. Okay, please, also, Blinded please by the Please don't light. see Angry Birds 2 before you see, like, honestly, The Kitchen. Or any of Why? these movies, honestly. Really? It's, because people are saying Angry Birds 2, very good. I, Kitchen, a piece of shit. Mm. Angry Birds 2, very good. I saw the first Angry Birds and... It's uh, very bad. Very bad. I literally just watched it today. But there are people who are saying like, yep, we're as shocked as anybody. It's really who funny. Are these, who are these people? Really good animation. Who? Film critics. The same fucking people we look at for everything. <laughs> like, I just... I don't know. I also don't really hold a lot of candle to let's go watch the shitty movie that is super shitty just because it's smaller instead of an okay movie because it's bigger. The kitchen's bad from all accounts. Probably. It doesn't need my help. Angry um, Birds, more like Angry Mark that he's watching this movie. Sorry, I'm two minutes late with all of my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Birds 1 is not good. It's, I just am truly here. It's, I mean, again, Rotten Tomatoes, blah, 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 blah. The first one's got like a 40. The second one's got an 80-something right now. Um, you know, looking so like, at Angry Birds 2 on Letterboxd, does well, no one I follow has seen it, but it looks yep. it looks pretty bad. Mm. Um, I mean, anyway. yeah, it's Angry Birds 2. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Boss Baby, got, uh, Boss Baby got nominated for Best Animated Feature. Yeah, and that was I a always, travesty. Yep, I always like to cover my bases. Because um, this is not necessarily the best year yeah. for animation. Uh, it'll be Toy Story 4, won't it? That, w- no, it won't. I mean, be you're thinking 2. Frozen 2, but like, I don't think yeah. Frozen 2 is going to be better than Toy Story 4. Mm, I do. And Toy I Story do. 4 was like a good conclusion. Mm-hmm. I think so too. To the but series. Think... It'll, it'll, get, it'll get the, it'll get the, mm. the mm. best animated mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Or it could be Spies in Disguise. Oh, yeah, that comes out this year, doesn't it? October? November? Nope, December. It's um, going up against the Star Wars, too. We got yep. sp- sp- the Spies in Disguise, the Cats, and the Star Wars. Yeah. I, the, I At the beginning of this year, I thought Adam's family might <laughs> be uh, making it into the animated that running. That second trailer made the movie look, look even worse. Yeah, shockingly. That's why I'm like, yep, better see Angry Birds too, because I don't fucking know how this year is going to shake out. Um, All right, the Adams family, way, I get it, sure. Yeah, the Adams family, more like my friend Adam from high school's family. They were nice. <laughs> that hey, Mark, that's absolutely you doing okay, buddy? nothing. That is I'm sorry, I was, I was less than nothing. that for a while. That horrendous. His his that sister was named Stephanie. Uh, Are you still going with this? <laughs> What if Lion King wins Best Animated? I don't know if that they'll um, submit it as that. Did you guys see the, that the Lion King is now the I highest grossing non non live action or the highest grossing animated and the highest grossing non animated movie? 
Yeah. It 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 it's the it like it's the highest grossing movie from like Walt Disney Studios, like not their animation studios, from their normal mm-hmm. studios. And it's the highest grossing animated film of all time. Jeez. <laughs> I did see annoying. the stats up next to each other of like Spider-Verse and Lion King and like Spider-Verse made like maybe a third of what Lion King's made. And it's yeah. like a masterpiece of cinema. And I like yeah, Lion King, but it's not a masterpiece of cinema. It's I, it's I see why it as like a I fun go, experiment of like technology. And I, it's I why I go and see every animated film. <laughs> Hand-drawn animation already died. I need to like <laughs> make right. sure animation in general doesn't die. Right. I just hope animation doesn't become let's see how realistic it can look. You know what I mean? Like I I hope that I think people, we're already too close to that, like yeah. which is frustrating. And like in like, some respects, it's cool. Like the Lego Movie looking like real Legos was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toy Story, yeah. its oh. textures are getting more and more real, and like it's cool and it looks cool, looks good. But yeah, I I hope we don't lose the I, imaginativeness I, I, of like character design. We truly have gotten to a point where most animated movies look the exact same. Yeah, and that is the place I don't love that mm-hmm. us being. That's why Spider Verse was so yeah awesome. It's because it visually it was much different. Mm-hmm. That's why even though Adam's Family the movie doesn't look great, its animation style still looks slightly different. Even though yeah. it does lean in a little illuminationy. Um, but yeah, I'm frustrated that every animated movie right now looks the exact same when we can yeah. do so much with it. Like it, Disney movies, Pixar movies. I love if you show somebody who doesn't, if you show somebody basically like two pictures and don't tell them what the plots are about or who are in them and say, is this DreamWorks or Pixar? I don't know that you really could tell that much now. Um, um I don't know if I agree with that. I think, that, think? I think that's the part of this thought experiment that I the only part I disagree with is like I think each individual studio has like its own style but like that studio the movies are indistinguishable from each other so I mean I think that like if like Mm -hmm. grew from Despicable Me and the dude from Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs that's the same studio right those guys look very that's actually not not? no one is Sony exactly one is Sony animation one is Illumination I think think you bringing Pixar into it is what did it for me I think that Pixar Pixar has its own house style mm -hmm. that is I think every Pixar human I think every Pixar human looks the same yes. as every Walt Disney animation human yes. right now. Agreed. Too. I, right, I think yeah. that within right. the Disney company, mm-hmm. within the Disney company, there's a house style, and with it, with yes, uh, outside of it, there is a lot of you know similarities. Yeah, because like, but you Moana... don't think like the spies in disguise, uh, uh, like the Tom Holland character, looks like fucking Tony from Incredibles. Yeah, he kind of yeah, looks like I the Ratatouille guy too. Yeah, yeah. I, that's um, what I'm saying. Like, like Disney movies and Pixar movies all look like each other. But Spies in Disguise is disguise only a Disney blue movie sky. Now. It was a Sony animated <laughs> movie, or no, a Fox animated movie. The blue oh, sky. the Spies yeah, in Disguise guy. Sorry, I thought you, I got that confused with the other Tom Holland animated movie that Disney's making. Oh, see, yeah, that's like, uh, Onward, the one with the yeah. orcs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, movie yeah. looks pretty, pretty fun. It looks, yeah. Fun. Uh, we can skip me because I didn't go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we've ripped on these two movies long enough. I saw Chinatown. Yeah, uh, y'all saw the farewell. Y'all liked it. Yeah, yeah. farewell's good. Um, yeah, 
But that that's it. Yeah. That's it for me in movies. I haven't seen anything. Laura's been out of town this week. Uh, for those of you don't who don't know, Laura is uh, my wife who I did not kill. Um, I didn't kill my wife. Still doing fugitive. I think it's bits. funny for someone to hear you say "my wife that I did not kill" without listening. And they to the didn't fugitive listen episode. to the fugitive because no one's seen Th- that. That movie. was fifty episodes ago. It was our age. So. Um, but yeah, still riffing on the fugitive. My wife. Uh, uh, so yeah, she's been out of town, so I haven't seen movies. Yeah, she, she's my movie buddy. So I go to the movies by myself. Um, I if I saw any movie in theaters right now without Laura, she would be mad at me. I know that's a real problem I had with this batch because it's all stuff Olivia wants to see. Normally, I can get away with something yeah. she doesn't care about, but everything right now, it's like, all right, there's a horror movie. Oh, you know there's what? A... I I messed up. I should have seen The Mountain. I think I could have seen The Mountain this week. What the? F- oh, is that the Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, the Rick Alverson. Um, yeah, movie. They're showing that at Sidewalk Film Festival, which Mark and I am going are going to. I am not going to that movie because they are showing it too late on mm. Sunday when I'm trying to get home. Gotcha. Also, I don't know that I would like it. Yeah, it. I mean, Alverson doesn't seem to be your kind of guy. <laughs> TBH. Yeah. But you know who is my kind of guy? Miyazaki? Ooh, good. I, no, I like I, that. Go with it. Go with it. <laughs> I actually haven't seen a ton of Miyazaki stuff, but I've liked uh, essentially everything that I have watched except Princess Moanoke, but I also was not paying attention during that movie, and so I've got to revisit it. So we are, <laughs> we are ostensibly talking about a guy I liked after seeing uh, his first two films <laughs> and this movie, and that is... Miyazaki and the movie is Spirited Away, which I think is the best movie of 2002. Um, so hold on. Do, hold on, do you think it's the best movie 2002, or is it the best movie that you can nominate from 2002? Uh, we will find out after the Oscars episode, I guess. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> uh, I need to rewatch that movie, but uh, yeah, maybe. What won the Oscar? Yeah, I don't know. We were talking uh, about Chicago. Chicago. Oh, I haven't seen it. He had it coming. I do love musicals. Um, Musicals versus animation. A real Cody (laughs) deathmatch. So, and a good musical, too. Can't wait to watch it. Like a Fosse musical. Yeah, we get so many, like, shitty... We get cats now. Um, Hey, that's not going to be shitty. That's going to be incredible. And Greatest Showman, which is, like, fine. But Chicago is good. Greatest Showman's Um, good. So, Spirited Away... It's a lot of people's like favorite movie in general. Uh, it was real tricky us trying to figure out does this count for two thousand two because it came out in Japan. I do believe in two thousand one. I think that's 2000? right. Yeah, but it got an American uh, theatrical American release in two thousand two. Correct from the Walt Disney Company. Um, oh, this they is put it out. This is technically a Disney movie. Uh, Disney dist- handled distribution all wise. Disney handled all the. Uh, um, studio ghibli releases in the u.s and the new dubs um disney also helped fund this movie it gave like 10 percent of the budget for right of first refusal for distribution in america yep um that is why davy chase is the lead actress in this movie because she was already in the booth recording for lilo and stitch i assume <laughs> she's in both movies no i i think i think that uh they just like i mean they hired like a John Lasseter, like, executive produced this, and the mm-hmm. director of Aladdin, I think, directed it in America. And Probably. they had, like, when when Disney put these brought these to America, they, like, actually spent a decent amount of money making them good quality. 
although mm-hmm. they spent almost no money advertising it. Yep. Um, which was no good, but it still won an Oscar. It's still, yeah. uh, it is shockingly, um, well, so it's the second movie to win Best Animated Feature. Um, <laughs> it is also the only hand-drawn animated movie to ever win an Oscar, which is a little That's baffling to think about. Well, it's and also it, this... It, it's the second ever animated movie to win an Oscar. And when right. you start in 2001, not a lot of hand-drawn animation movies left. It, yeah. It's it's the one to... It's the second one to win a above-the-line Oscar. Like, tons and tons of animated movies. Best Song is where you used to get a lot of right. uh, animated movies in. Yeah. Um, so, like, um, Beauty and the Beast is a hand-drawn animated movie that won an Oscar. Right, yes, but not like best your song. best picture, best animated mm-hmm. feature. It was nominated for best picture. How oh, was it? Which that's cool. Which doesn't happen often. Yeah. It is one of two animated movies that has been nominated for best uh, uh, picture. Toy Story three. Correct. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. So Disney brought it to the U.S., um, which is kind of fitting because a lot of people think of Miyazaki. As kind of a successor to Walt Disney in a lot of ways. Um, very big in animation. Very much about pushing the art form forward. Created his own studio. Um, there's about to be a theme park based on his works. Oh, really? Um, yes. Very beloved. Where's that going to be? Uh, in Japan. Figured. Um, yep. I don't know exactly where in Japan, but I really want to go. Because I want to go to tokyo disneyland and tokyo disney sea and then also hit ghibli land um would Wait, be incredible what is tokyo disney sea is it a boat no it's just very water themed they're supposedly working on a theor- third park and it's going to be called tokyo disney sky so you have land sea and sky oh. what is it going to be like a like a in the trees like a treehouse disney i don't I don't know, Mark. <laughs> I just know. You, I, just, I have so many at, questions. At the beginning of the day, they take you up in the Disney airplane, and then you, and you, just, you okay, jump out, there. and you're skydiving, and you have a very oh. narrow window to like do all the things, all the Disney yeah. it's like that part. It's like that part in Mortal Engines where they're in like the city in the sky that's a bunch of planes that are just in the sky. You guys have seen Mortal Engines, right? Yeah, no, we all but have. I it's, all, it's our favorite movie. We just, <laughs> I need okay. to watch The reason it. we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet is because we haven't gotten to the year 2016? 18. 2018. Jeez. It was literally less than a year ago. Yeah, it feels I need to watch it much longer. <laughs> to me. Um, but so Spirited Away, it's a good film. Sure. Um, w- what were y'all's uh, first introduction to it? Because I, uh, I'm asking this question just to tell my story. Yeah. I'll see if I care about y'all's story. You're like those. You're like those mine. people on Twitter who say like, "What's your unpopular film opinion?" I'll go first. It's blah, 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 blah. like it's like you you just wanted to share your <laughs> right. popular opinion. Yeah. Um, you also wanted retweets. Yeah, I weirdly saw this movie in grade school, probably like fifth or sixth grade. There was some kind of movie day, and we watched it. And I kind of have liked it since, but weirdly, it didn't make me go in a Miyazaki deep dive because I think I was just a little bit too young to really be like. It was right before I went like super intense into movies, and so I was pretty close to being too cool for animated movies mm. before I like swung back and became normal again. You know that kind of the early I just found out about film days <laughs> that are dark days. Right. 
Well, um, also, that was like 2005 where video streaming on the internet didn't really happen. So it was very yeah. difficult to go on a deep dive of uh, yes. Miyazaki movies. It was. Uh, we weirdly, we owned a Ghibli movie, but it was not a Miyazaki movie. It's it's called The Cat Returns. Mm. Weirdly watched that a lot as a kid. Mm. Um, is that is that about like the, the Japanese story structure? Where instead of save the cat, the cat just returns? <laughs> I mean, sure. I was gonna make a Tom Hooper cats joke, but I mean, uh, I mean, Cat Returns straight up is a like cat walking upright wearing a suit mm. in it, mm. so it's kind of Tom Hooper esque. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of my experience with it. I I I saw it young. I rewatched it in college. Really liked it. Um. And then bought it. Uh. Because right now, like at Walmart and Target and stuff, it's really easy to find Ghibli movies because G Kids is uh, putting them out. And they're like 10 bucks, all of them. Like, it's really cool. affordable. Um, so I got that one. Um, yeah, and I feel like. I liked it. I like what G Kids is doing with these distributions better than Disney because Disney, well, at least in my experience, because I bought this movie so I could. In film club and college, we talked about this movie. And mm, that's I, when I rewatched it. And I volunteered to host a screening at our apartment, not mm-hmm. realizing that I wasn't streaming anywhere and not realizing that I couldn't rent it from Hastings. I had to buy it from Hastings and it was like 50 bucks to buy a Hastings. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, it was way too expensive. Um, I really couldn't tell you why. Wow. Uh, I think it's because the Disney rights had lapsed and so they weren't putting out new copies. Yeah. Probably. Um, Anyway, that was really frustrating to me. Yeah. Um, but that was not my first time seeing it. I first saw it uh, at my friend Matt's house. This is my friend, one of my friend Matt's favorite movies. Uh, so I watched it with him in college at some point. Cool. But it was college before you saw it? Yeah, college or very late high school, but I think it was early college. Yeah. Yeah. I weirdly, like, never thought I was that into anime until I, like, think about stuff I watched as a kid. And I wasn't, like, consciously into anime or watched solely anime like a lot of anime kids do. Right. But in retrospect, I'm like, you know what? I actually watched a bunch of that stuff. What were you, What's your experience with this, Chad? Um, I saw it for the first time in college. Um, a friend of mine was really excited to show it to me and uh, had it on DVD. Um and I disappointed him because I didn't really like the movie that much. Um, and uh, Chad continues his streak of disappointing us. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna like go into it too much. I know how like how much people like this movie, so like I'm, I'm not gonna like. And I don't think it's a bad movie. I think there's a lot to love about it. But I just it's. If I'm honest, I don't I don't get why I don't get how anyone could say it's their favorite movie of all time. That seems insane to me. Uh, but a lot of people say it, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, Chad, but you, like you say, insane things. Like that's the thing. Everybody has their own kind of like insane take. No, you're you right. Know? You're right. But yeah, um, this one I just I will say though that when I first watched it, I kind of came away from it like, yeah, that was really good, and I really liked. You know, it was really pretty and peaceful, but I don't really know, like... I wouldn't call it peaceful. What to get out of it. Oh, well, I, th- I, th- I think it's peaceful. Peaceful? I think it's peaceful. It's I think like it's a very stress easy. attack the whole time. 
Not the whole time. That's the thing. It has high moments of stress, but then it's very like <laughs> sit and relax, look at nature kind of. Nah. I would, nah, I would not call it peaceful. Mm. It's, um, kind of, it's peaceful. I, I think the music is also very peaceful. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. there oh, is a lot of good. stressful moments like the um, any scene that the big baby is in is terrifying. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Those three and heads. The stink monster is uh, scary and stinky, and when No Face is being mean, he's very mean. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, it's like you know peaceful, and there's cute animals and uh, dragons. Yeah. Um, I was I was I was never at peace watching this movie, <laughs> except like so the strange. very end. The very end, obviously. Yeah. Great. Did Did you guys? W- who cares? But did you guys watch a subtitle version or the dubbed version of it? Dub. Dub? Okay. Uh, so so we're playing from the same spot. Um, well, I, I watched subtitles for the first... I've, I've seen the dubbed one in the past, but I watched the subtitle version this time because oh, I knew okay. if I watched the version with dubs, I would uh, stop paying attention. Um, yeah. So I was like, the only way to get me to look at the screen is to make me read <laughs> words on the screen. And so there, and there are clearly... There are clearly differences between the two. One of the biggest differences is in the English version. There is a bit of over-explaining that is done. um, Because in America, we do kind of have the mindset that animated movies means they're for kids. This is not necessarily a viewpoint that is held in Japan. So they, a lot of stuff gets somewhat dumbed down. Hmm. Uh, in animated movies. Well, I movies. also think that there's a lot of like context for this movie that is just oh, part absolutely. of the culture. Like, it's a lot um, of cultural spirits things, yes. And Sp- bathhouses. The bathhouse is a big one. The the uh, That's one of the things that I saw when researching. Like the part where she says, it's a bathhouse. It's not in the Japanese version. No, they no. added that for uh, for like context. Gosh, and then there's a couple yeah. things that kind of like clarify point th- or plot things that weren't necessarily in the Japan thing. Uh, you can you basically you can feel it in the movie anytime where you're like all right they're stating the obvious likely was not in the Japanese version. There's one point where she sees the dragon and then is like, oh that dragon is uh what's his name Haku, Haku? yeah mm-hmm. and it's like yeah no we got it dude. In the, in the subtitled version she sees the dragon well when like the bird when the paper birds are chasing Haku yes. she's like Haku. Wait, is that Haku? Oh, it is Haku. Um, right. Which, which you know, I think the viewer had realized it was Haku. Well, it had been kind of alluded to when, like, Haku, like, disappears and you see a dragon. You're like, huh. 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 Um, uh, so, so let's talk about the plot a little bit. Let me run sure. through um, what I, the plot is and what I believe it to be about. Um, so Chihiro is a young girl who is anxious about moving to a new town. While on the way to her new house, her family gets lost and goes through an abandoned theme park, uh, which is why Cody was already in. Um, <laughs> her parents get turned into pigs, and she's spirited away into a magical bathhouse full of spirits and monsters because neither she or her parents crossed over the river before sunrise. To survive, her name is taken, and she must work in the bathhouse, all while working with her new friends, including Haku, on a way to remember who she is, save her parents, and leave the bathhouse. Eventually, she sus- Eventually, she succeeds after helping to remind three different spirits who they are. And those are the Stink Spirit, No Face, and Haku. Um, So that's kind of like the loose plot. There's a lot of like little moments that happen in between. Um, She meets a lot of uh, 
characters along the way. My favorite being uh, Boiler Man and the the yes. suit spirits. Yes. Uh, like truly one of my <laughs> favorite moments. Like maybe I don't know. In cinema, seems dramatic, but maybe is the part where she helps the one suit spirit who gets and then crushed. all of the other ones drop theirs and crush themselves <laughs> to get out of the work yeah yeah so they don't work so she helps them love it very delightful oh, I love very cute very charming i also love um, that sequence and i feel like maybe it's been a meme before or not but the the feeling of just like begging for a job uh, just like, yeah. I need a job. Yes. Can please give <laughs> yeah. me a job? It's just like, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of no, millennial desperation for, Absolutely. for a job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel uh, that. I feel it. I feel it. Um, yeah. I love Chihiro. I like how sh- they kind of make her like kind of a kid. Like she's a little whiny. She's a little yeah. like... Uh, very, uh, doesn't want to be much there. She feels like a real Miyazaki. Kid, yeah. So, so Miyazaki's inspiration for this movie was that he was on vacation with family friends, and there were a bunch of like ten-year-old girls that were like you know kids of his family friends, um, right? And and he decided that he wanted to make a movie for these girls, and he like looked at the like the books that they were reading, and it was like you know romance and like shallow stuff, mm-hmm. and he was like, I want to make a movie, make a movie that's like actually about you know, being a little girl and actually feeling emotions that are not just kind of like Mm. small trivial things. Yeah. Um, And I think that's why this movie like works for me so well. It's like, and I like it more every time I watch it, but it just being about how like change is scary and how none of us like really want to change. Yeah. And and like, I get that that's why the beginning and the end of this movie work. What mm -hmm. bothers me about this movie is I Maybe I'm like blind to it, but like both times I've watched it, I just hardly see any connective tissue uh, from her adventures to like any growth or change that actually happens other than the obvious like, hey, if I can overcome that scary thing, I can take on whatever happens next. I mean, it's I just mean that's, like, that's kind of what it is. It's yeah. like, so she's prepared to handle the scary move because she's handled much worse, but it's also about like, all right, so a lot of things change, but what shouldn't change is yourself. And so the movie is about her reminding those three specific people who they are. Which that's kind of the lesson she learned. She's like, I'm Chihiro. Change is scary, but I'm always Chihiro. I can be confident in myself and yeah. make it through. Oh, I mean, I mean I that's why it works for me because all of those beats work for that. So I'm into that. I mean, I, I, I never really picked up on the connecting tissue between like the three minor storylines. I, I do connect with where, um, Haku and like, she like remembers that she knows Haku from the past. Cause Haku mm-hmm. was a river spirit and yeah. she fell in a river. Um, and, and it's kind of about like, you know, these things that happened to you a long time ago, you kind of forget about them, but they still affect you and they affect your relationships, which mm-hmm. I like. Um, but I think I like more. There's a lot of like environmental messages oh, absolutely. here with like the the river spirit that got congested by like I um, by or, or, dirt sorry, and the, bikes and trash. The stink yeah. spirit. Yeah. Uh, well, not not a stink spirit. A river spirit that was covered. That in got stink. stinky. <laughs> uh, I love the stink spirit scene. Yes. I love that it's like 
everybody's like, ugh, fuck, he's gross. Like, let's do him his thing. And it's Chihiro who, like, notices that, like, something is wrong with him. And she's the one that, like, saves him. Love that whole scene. It's weirdly cathartic for everything to, like, flow out. And then it become, like, this very gorgeous mm-hmm. um, river spirit. A lot of Miyazaki stuff is kind of about nature and how nature's good. Um, so I'm into that. Yeah, I like nature. Nature's pretty rad. Yeah. Um, I love No Face. He's cool because he has no face. He's the dude that's uh, eating everybody? Yeah. yeah. He wears the mask. I don't, I don't get that. What's going on? You know, okay. I never really got No Face either. I was reading on the Wikipedia about how he like takes on the personalities mm-hmm. of people around him, and that makes him evil yes. because he is taking on the negative parts of these greedy people. Uh, yes. Um, so, so the bathhouse is kind of a place of like laziness and excess and all of that stuff like the and, workers and are there having well. a, everyone is desperate for money and so he eats the frog who is the greedy thing and that starts him on the course of just being greedy and all yeah. consuming and that sort of thing and it's not until Chihiro reminds him like yo let's get you the fuck yeah. away I guess from this bathhouse nothing house, about the people he was mama. eating really rubbed me that the wrong way <laughs> that like I don't know I, I think I, you're supposed to get it with the frog that he eats initially, and then you just see him eating a bunch of other people. So it's like, yeah, and it just sort of seems like that's a thing he does. The and the then, what did you say, Mark? Mm-mm. What did you say, um, Mark? But I like the fact that. Well, I, I also really like the 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 two dueling sisters, mm-hmm. um, and how the the one who's supposedly evil is like actually very nice. Um, I think that's yes. fun. And the I, the like, two I, witches you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I I like the nice witch. Um, I like Big Baby. Um, I don't like Big Baby. It terrifies me. Um, yeah, I like it. It's this movie's scary, which I think is good. I like kids movies that like run a little bit, and not kids movies, but uh, animated movies that get a little scary and dark. I mean, this is a kid. Um, this is a kids movie. The, yeah, this this movie, one, this one actually is more so a kids yeah. movie. Yes, there are a lot of Miyazaki movies that are just animated movies and not. But you guys are right. This is a coming of age. Mm-hmm. It's more of a kid. Yeah. I feel like it's focused. about a kid for kids. Like it's yeah. It's still a little dark. Um, sure, but like a, a lot of animated movies are. Yeah, um, I, mean, I like Toy Story when, Three has a very similar scary baby. Uh, that is because all of Pixar is obsessed with Miyazaki. Um, they, uh, in Toy Story 3, there is a Totoro doll. Um, there is? Yep. Yeah, and, they would, uh, they, in her r- room. Um, the reason John Lasseter got involved with bringing this to America is because he watched it a bunch while he was working on whatever he was working on. Like, whenever they yeah. would get stumped by something, they would just watch Spirited Away. Hmm. And yep. eventually one of, like, the higher-ups was like, do you want to just, like, bring this to America? Since you like it, you're like, if you like it so much, why don't you marry it? And he's like, uh, well, it's not in America. And he's like, all right, why don't you bring it to America? Well, and Lasseter, the way he, like, him and his wife got together as they watched uh, Castle of Cagliostro, which was Miyazaki's first movie, and they bonded over liking that. Oh, um, nerds. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a Totoro doll in uh, Bonnie's room in the third uh, Toy Story movie. Um, so yeah, they, they pull a lot of stuff from it. Um, yeah, I, I, I like when big baby becomes big mouse. 
And yes. I like when the the creepy bird thing turns into a bird. Yes. There's a pl- yeah. There's a part. I, I like ahead. those designs. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that's doing narratively or thematically for the like sake of the movie. What do you mean? They're henchmen who just get turned into nice henchmen. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, the, like I because yeah, go but ahead. Th- just that on its own, like I, I don't know. I just okay. don't get what it's like. Well, I, I don't I know. So, so that's evil fair. the the Yubaba who is like in charge of mm-hmm. the bathhouse ends up like being revealed to be an evil witch who like yes. Is, controlling of her henchman and her baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she turned the and, like, heads using... into the baby and she turned the baby into like a little mouse. No, that was thing. the sister. What? That was the sister who came in and did that. Yeah. She yeah. she had the baby in the head. Well, maybe they shouldn't bird. have looked exactly the fucking same. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> twins. Yeah, they're put, twins. Put a fun uh, hat on one of them. I don't know. I'm a dumb American who can't understand or follow the movie. <laughs> Uh, apparently not <laughs> but, but no it's it's the sister who turns them into the nice bird and the cute mouse and and then when they get to the sister's house she's like turn them back and she's like oh well they could turn back whenever they want to they just don't want to and they so, just right. were like nah i'm good yeah these people like basically the the evil witch had like you know been mean to these people for so long that you know nice witch eventually like you know it seems to put a curse on them but the curse actually just freed them of their old curse and they're yeah. like, oh, this curse is better because it's from a nice witch. Yeah. But why did she turn uh, the heads into the like, baby? Uh, the, just the to leave the baby, baby there. Be- because, yeah, because... <laughs> like an Indiana Jones move where you have to, like, gone, swap him out. She would have been yes. happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I re- There's a scene where the mouse reenacts something that had just happened yes. in that movie. And that's also one of my favorite parts. That part, where the mouse is like miming a sword or something that like part that. Does like rule, fighting. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, um, the thing about this movie is everything is so darn cute <laughs> that like yes. it's fun to look at. And the score is beautiful. But yeah, I think it's I think it's gorgeous. The the level of detail I kept noticing, I was like, holy shit! Like, mm-hmm. there's just so much. Like when they're in the theme park, the level of detail on all of those yeah. areas, like the, just like everywhere. The characters are all great, detailed. but yeah, the the backgrounds are not lackluster either. They are no, beautiful. they're gorgeous. Occasionally, there would be a like a CGI shot, and it mm-hmm. would always catch me off guard. Uh, I didn't really notice any. I only well, remember I, I noticing one as they're driving in at the very yes. beginning. I don't remember noticing it ever again in the movie. I Well, the only other time I noticed it was, well, two times I think. One is when um, Haku gets freed of his curse or whatever, mm-hmm. and like all the petals fall off. I think that's digital. Hmm, maybe. Um but then at the end there's a there's a pan out or like a zoom out from the city. And I think that that's digital as well. I think it's because um, it's reversed footage. That might be it as well. Maybe. Yeah. Um, the the going into the theme park and out of the theme park, those are reversed. It's it's the same footage reversed on purpose. Certainly, gotcha. the blending of digital to hand drawn animation in this movie is way smoother and better than like a lot of movies uh, from mm-hmm. like this time and shortly well, before. Yeah. I think that they're just using a lot less digital. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, like there's so shots in a couple of Pokemon movies that are just like make me want to throw up in my mouth. Like, yeah, just disgusting 3D animation. Right. <laughs> that just looks lazily slapped on top of everything. Is very like very by design and very 
Very well done here. Like, it's very, like, every moment of this was very, like, attention to detail, very poured into. Like, you can mm. tell how much work went into it, which is good. Uh, do we want to talk about the English voice cast a little bit? It's interesting. I don't know who is any of them are. Interesting? Uh, what, Mark? I mean, I, I looked through it. It wasn't, I, I wasn't interested, but if you are. I'm it. interested. Well, Chad doesn't you, know you, who any of them you are. You mentioned we had Lilo. I didn't know that. Um, yes, Davy Chase is the lead, and she's Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Gotcha. Um, she is also in Donnie Darko. Yes, yes. Who is she? Wait, is she? She's um, the little girl. She's the sister. Weird. Uh, okay, she's the. Um, how she's exactly the, does uh, someone? Uh, I forget yes. what she says. Yes, she's the non Maggie Gyllenhaal sister in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Michael Chiklis is the dad, um, him of the shield and, yes. uh, fantastic four fame. Um, John Ratzenberger is just in it as a couple voices makes sense because yeah. John Lasseter was doing it. Pixar association, etc. Totally. Um, Max goof from goofy movie and goof troop plays the, uh, plays Haku, um, because oh, I don't. Well, I heard the voice and I was like, I fucking know this vo- voice in my bones, and so I, I figured it out. And it's Max Goof. That's, and then the the humanoid spirit that helps her, uh, the woman, um, who like picks her up from the boiler room and gives her the clothes and all. Yeah, that. that's yeah. Meg. It's Meg from Hercules. Okay, I was about to say because she looks like Meg from Hercules. <laughs> she kind of does, but the voice <laughs> is yeah. I think that's uh, just by happenstance. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't even look it up originally, but me and Olivia were just sitting there and we heard the voice and we both looked at each other because Olivia absolutely adores Meg. And she was As like, she that's should. Meg. Um, so yeah, she like, I, I couldn't put my finger on Meg from Hercules specifically, but I was like, mm-hmm. she reminds me of someone from something. <laughs> right. Uh, and I was like, and I, it, she just really gives off big Meg from Hercules energy. <laughs> BME, big Meg energy. Big Meg energy, yeah. Yeah, that's what we should be striving for. And Well, actually, I was watching it with um, the Japanese language, so I didn't even hear her voice. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> still got the like. Well, I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you dumb shit. But it was not the same person. Well, it's still impressive that I picked up the big mega energy without her voice. Yeah, true, 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 yeah. true, true, true. Um, is there anything else that we're not talking? I know we haven't talked about this movie a ton, but it's kind of like you don't want to go scene by scene because there are a lot of just like random scenes that are like world building and yeah. kind of introducing you to this thing. Um, um, does Boilerman to you look like Dr. Robotnik? A little yes. bit. Yeah. But like a spider version. I yeah. love Boilerman because he looks so scary that you're like, God, this guy's going to be an asshole. And he truly is like so nice to Chihiro. Yeah. I thought I remembered him like secretly being a villain by the end of the movie or something. And obviously mm-hmm. I was wrong, but right. He's a nice man. Yeah. He's um, a nice man. I like that everybody is like, this is our fucking job. It sucks. Let's help you out. Except for the evil lady in charge. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. like, I love that. Like, the workers are like, look, you just got to fucking do it. And just, yeah. Well, the movie I is really also like about people. like capitalism. Yes, uh, it is. Because like her parents are greedy and their greed is their downfall. And also when she, her name is changed from Shihiro to Sen. Uh, mm-hmm. Sin means like a thousand, and apparently it's like uh, 
apparently in Japanese, it is like a clear symbol for like, oh, she's just been turned into money now. Oh, hmm. interesting. Okay, that adds like a level of it, like a level to it. That's it's also it's also like the first syllable of her name, apparently. Yes, I did know that. Um, but damn, okay, that's huh. actually that's interesting and vibes with like because the movie is about change change is scary stay true who do you are etc but you're right mark that it also is very much about like we're fucking polluting everything and making things and and we're greedy and and what what adds to that is that like you know the bathhouse and the town is like of this you know old japanese style Mm-hmm. Except for Yubaba's room is like this Victorian European style, right, um, right? Right, right, and I think it's it's because like you know that was where the the wealth was, and you know they came and kind of like occupied Japan for a little bit. I think I actually know very little about Japanese history, so don't add yeah. me. Actually, yeah, I do. I, I'm interested to learn. Yeah, I truly also don't know that much and want to know because we do really just have the American I'm perspective so on it. And it's basically Japan doesn't exist until they attack us at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Like, that's basically what we know in America. So, yeah, I actually would love to know a lot of uh, Japanese history. Um, so, some more interesting facts about this movie. It is the highest grossing film of all time in Japan oh, okay. to this day. Uh, do you know uh, what it surpassed? Uh, Titanic is number two. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so, so there's there are a lot of American movies on the list. I think even Endgame is somewhere on that list. But Spirited Away, still Spirited Away was an insane level hit. Um, so interesting in Japan, and it did pretty well here. Um, it earned two hundred million dollars before it even opened in the U.S., which is not necessarily typical. Um, well. Yeah, but it's also a, a Japanese movie. Yeah, true, but it's still just like, you know. It also took a full year to open in the U.S. Right, but the the thing is, like, movies just don't necessarily make as much money in other markets as they do in the U.S. So it having $200 million is still yeah. pretty yeah. fucking impressive. Um, especially in 2002. Um because now we're like, well, that's if a movie fucking doesn't make that, it's a failure. Right. Um, but in 2002, it was agreed, definitely agreed. more impressive. Yeah. It's uh, even though Spider Man was about to come out, and those movies grossed a lot, and then all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies made a lot of money too. Um, it's ridiculous how much we expect Titanic out of had. movies now. Honestly, like it has. Do I? It's a, it's just ridiculous how much we expect out of movies now. It's a little unfair. I mean, we also probably could get the budgets a little more in control because that is part of it yeah um and also just like i know it's a hard thing to suggest now that we're so deep into franchises and i like franchises but like if there was less of a focus on could we franchise this idea and make 10 movies out of it if that was less right. of a focus, well, I feel the, like we wouldn't put as much pressure on each individual movie. That well, and so but well. I also think the problem now is you can make so much money on streaming or TV that can you? N- yes. So um, that like if anything is mid budget, you just put it there. Like yeah. if a movie is going to make fifty million, even if it is on like a 
you know, 10, $25 million budget, people are like, eh, I don't yeah. know. Let's just not I'm, make it. I'm starting to wonder, though, if streaming is going to end up being that viable. I mean, like, Netflix is... It is. Netflix is not. They're going to be toast. That's the thing. Uh, but then, like, everyone else is just following their model, and then it's like, how are they going to make well, money off of it? Mm, Disney's pouring no. so much money into their streaming service, and then and they're providing, they, like, a cheaper service than Netflix. I just because, don't see how it can be, make money. No, it's because it's sustainable. It's because they own the rights to everything, right? So where Netflix fucked up is... Not fucked up, but so they um, they license a lot of things, which cost them a lot of money, yeah. and they don't own the rights to that. So, but that is what people come to expect for Netflix. If you look at the data of what people watch, sure. Most, so it's the Office, the Friends, etc. Sure. Et so Disney Plus will so, probably be fine, but like, what about like Apple Plus? A- Apple is going to own everything it makes. Like well, that's. Yeah. Well, so Netflix is already doing the same thing. The issue is that they're having a hard time making good things. Yes, uh, their originals and, and are not as successful. Back catalog. I mean, because when when yes. Disney starts its thing, it will have you know years of things. Right, to watch. you're paying for anyway, the access and to history, the library, and then there you'll stick enough, around for the new shows. Yeah, there yes. are enough podcasts that are talking about the new streaming media landscape. Uh, back to Spirited Away, <laughs> sure, and the, right. you know, a corollary to this conversation is the reason that Disney didn't advertise this movie much, even though it had the rights, was because they knew they couldn't mar- they couldn't merchandise this movie. They didn't have the merchandising rights. Ah, uh, that hmm. makes sense. So, so like you know, there have been reasons to not make movies or advertise movies in the past. Um, but after it won the Oscar, they were like, um, you know what, maybe we will, you know, put effort into this movie. Um, and I think that they did put effort into this movie to win the Oscar as well. Um, oh, for sure. But, but this they, is... did, they did more marketing of its release post-Oscar. Yeah, this is not a very, like, toy dynamic movie, unfortunately. I guess you could get the little mouse well, and the bird and the suit and the soot get things. You definitely toys. Yeah. Those, those little give suits. me a fucking soot sprite. Give me a long arm dude. Um, I'll take a dragon, please. One big yeah, baby. Yeah, the dragon is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, frogs. The, I like the frogs. Kind of the only Miyazaki merch I see is the Totoro doll. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be more, but that's the only one that I see. I don't know what to tell you. I think it's because merchandising rights are, well, because copyright laws, international copyright laws are weird um fuck and the u.s you're you know there aren't a whole lot of people in america who have the rights to merchandise these things um so did you guys see i had actually seen this earlier this year um but spirited away is finally getting a release in japan or in china um have you guys seen the poster for that no no Oh my god. I want it so bad because it is just truly Can I post it in this? I'm trying to see if I can send it to you guys. Um it is a true like work of art. Like it's so gorgeous. Uh and it really just emphasizes how pretty this movie is. So listeners Google Chinese poster for Spirited Away. Um Yeah, I mean that's beautiful. We're, gonna, we're yeah. gonna post it on our uh Instagram as well, right, Cody? Uh, if you guys remind me, at we pick picks. Yeah, remind me. Oh, uh, if you don't see it on there, uh, tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At we pick picks. 
I could get a lot of Spirited Away t-shirts from like mm-hmm. Hot Topic, but I, I'm not seeing like there's, any toys. There's some figurines I was seeing. Like you can get like a little No Face. Uh, it's not really a toy. Could, did you send it to us? It's I, like a little figure. It, yeah. yeah. Is it of No Face? Yeah. I see like a music box and No Face is in it. Anyway, <laughs> this is our shopping. Oh, all right. This yeah, is this, kind of a, a No Face sitting desk, under a lamp. Little desk bobbles you can get. Yeah. Of no face. Oh, this is a very cute no face. Yeah. A little plush. Right. Yeah, so the toys so, the toys exist. Yeah, but it, but Disney couldn't merchandise right. it. Um which is like understandable to some degree. But um I mean this movie still became huge. Um it's crazy. I don't know. I don't really need to hop up on the soapbox, but oops, I tripped and I'm up on it. It is kind of funny that a lot of people who are like bemoaning Disney and that sort of thing are giant Miyazaki fans and kind of just don't know the context of part of why we even got access to it in the States is because of Disney. But they're like, yeah. Disney's killing everything. And it's like, well. But you wouldn't they- <laughs> probably have ever seen Spirited Away if it weren't for Disney. You're, exactly. You're also allowed to complain about something even if that thing has done good for you. That I'm aware. True. I'm aware, but I'm I'm more talking well, about the people like, who like only say negative. I things. think people everything people need complex. to stop thinking in absolutes. Like, yes, exactly. Disney is bullshit sometimes, but sometimes Disney's yes. really good. Exactly. Exactly. Like, um, I don't know. Do we need a live action Lady in the Tramp? Definitely not. <laughs> Honestly, no. But I'm fascinated <laughs> by it because they did real dogs this time. Yeah. So it's 101 Dalmatian style. God. Is it real spaghetti as well? <laughs> uh, I hope so. No, it's do we need a live action meatball technology? <laughs> do we need a live action Mulan on the it's surface? Noodles, but no. it's people. It's noodles, but it's people. What is that fucking? Uh, what is that movie? Soylent Green, like Soylent yeah, Green is people. people. Yeah. Um, Cody, are you gonna send us this poster? I still have not seen it. Oh, it's, it's, in it's on Discord. It's on the Discord. It's not on. Yeah. See, I minimized the chat so I could see your faces better. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. (laughs) Um, So, Spirited Away, good flick. Chad's not as into it. I guess we haven't really delved into why Chad's not into it. So, I Um, guess kind of... I mean, I don't want to get canceled online is part of the reason why. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I touched on it a little bit. I just, I feel like a lot of the adventures in the middle fall into the same issues like Alice in Wonderland does where it feels like disconnected from her personal growth to me. Like it's like she's overcoming things, I guess, but it's like kind of vague what she's like really trying to do. I guess she's trying to get out and get her parents back, but like her trajectory of like, you have to get a job, you have to do this. It's just a, it's a bizarre sequence of events that like, I guess is sort of streamlined in a weird way, but it's, it just, yeah, a lot of stuff feels so random and I, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I like a lot of the heart of this movie. I love the designs. It's a beautiful movie to look at and that's not, that's not nothing. That's like, it, it, it's a, it's a gorgeous movie, gorgeous designs. It just, it doesn't totally come together for me. Okay. I definitely in, get where you're coming from and I kind mm-hmm. of feel the same way. Cause like, you know, she like gets here and then she's like, all right, well, I guess this is my life now and this is my job now. Let's yeah. learn how to do it. Yeah. And then it takes like literally like an hour and a half yep. into this two hour movie for you to get to a point where it's like, OK, well, if you go and do this thing and you have this mission, then we'll let your parents go. Exactly. Um, 
so I, I definitely get that complaint, but I think that um, I, I I don't know. I, I like all of the bits in between, and I think that they're all kind of thematically connected in a way that I enjoy. Yeah, um, I think that's my thing more, because like in Alice in Wonderland, I guess technically they're thematically connected. I think the other thing is like Chihiro is a much more active protagonist than Alice, which yes. that's kind of my biggest problem with Alice in Wonderland is Alice just fucking falls into all of it, whereas Chihiro falls into it initially, but she's very active about getting a job, doing her job, doing all the, like helping her parents, etc. Whereas Alice truly yeah. just stumbles the whole way. But like even Although- her like motivated getting a job is like kind of stumbling through it in that like, the dragon kid, um, sorry, I don't remember his name. Hi- Hayat, mm-hmm. what is it? Haku. 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 Uh, she just happened upon him, and he happened to be able to tell her that that's what she needed to do. Yeah, and I kind of feel like, um, yeah, she she kind of happened to know how to clean the um the river spirit like she just happens to kind of feel well, she falls in into that's a yeah. little bit different that's about that's more like things happen in life i don't know well, it's it's she she is still making choices in the movie which is what's important to me because yeah. alice doesn't alice really just bumble fucks her way through wonderland and then leaves i don't like alice which in is wonderland, just like, like me at all in my life um, yeah I, I was reading on the wikipedia page i think there was a quote from miyazaki where he was talking about how like um, it like it's a coming of age movie where like she is put into this world or, like she is like suddenly thrown into this world where it's like okay you're an adult now here's a job and like figure mm-hmm. it out. Um, yep. Which so so it, yeah, it's not like can relate. It's not like she, yeah, for real. Um, but it's not like a normal coming of age movie where it's like here is like a goal you have to accomplish in order to get things back to normal and then on the way back to normal you figure some stuff out. It's like. It, there's no way out for her other than like, you know, remember your parents in in case you do find a way out and like try your best to remember your name. But there's no like, you know, if you're a good enough worker, then you can find a way out. Um, yeah, because she is just kind of stuck there for a little bit, like yeah, without right. any chance of getting out. And that is. But I think that, that that does make the mm. the pacing of it feel like as a as a viewer, you're expecting like her to get there and then for it to like set up like. All right, and then and then here is her goal now is is mm-hmm. to get out. But her goal is like you know survive and try to be less sad, um, right? Which again relate relatable. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the last moment, the final lines. Mark and I talk about this thesis often that the last thing said or the last shot of your movie is the thesis of your movie. The last line is Chihiro's father says, a new home and a new school, it's a bit scary. Then Chihiro says, I think I can handle it. Which is so nice to me. And like thinking about that and that part of the movie is what really got me emotional. Is like things seem scary and daunting, but we kind of can handle it. You know, I don't know. I like uh, it. I I don't remember that part, but I also <laughs> might have. I, I, I'm trying to remember if I just don't remember it or if it wasn't in the Japanese version. Um, it, it it is in the Japanese version. Okay. It, it it's just it's the last shot of the movie. Like it yeah, just is the last like word. The car said. driving off. We pan up to the sky. Probably something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like yeah. really kind of pins a nose on it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or pins a rose on the nose or whatever. 
Um, yeah. Here's my question about the last scene. Um, how long were they in there? Like, did time pass? Why did the trees Doesn't go matter. over the car? Other than Doesn't to symbolize, matter. like, you know, to me, like, with my environmentalist read on it, it's like, you know, nature is now overcoming technology. Um, but, like... But, well, here's the thing. Also, did it happen? That's also kind of the Alice in Wonderland exactly. question. Yeah. Because her parents very much seemed like it was, like, you know, a Nothing split happened. second th- mm-hmm. that she was gone. Yeah, they're, right. like, saying the movers are waiting on us. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's been a couple of minutes. <laughs> but then they also get to the car, and it's, like, covered in leaves and stuff. And they're like, whoa, what happened here? How did this get so messy? Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I sort of think, like, it I, did happen. But, I, like, like really there is also... I, really need a scene of them getting to the house, and the movers are there, and the movers, like, live in the house now. And they're like, it's been 50 years. <laughs> um, just have a lot of questions lingering. Yeah, we need, Jesus. like, your Tim Burton end of the Planet of the Apes kind of ending, where, like, yes. they get back, and no face is it president no of the sense, country. Also, yeah. Uh, all right, so... I don't really have anything else to talk about. I like this movie a lot. It's very, very good. It is good. Uh, and it is also the best of 2002 because we have seen no I other agree movie. today. So far. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath next week. Um, so, but for now, Mark, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at Wallington Mark on Twitter and Instagram and Letterboxd. Um, at Mark Dash Wellington on Venmo, if I remember correctly. God um, that doesn't work. Just text me, and I'll uh, figure it out for you. I like telling our listeners to text me as if any of them know my phone number. Right. Um, uh, you can find Chad. me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox at Chad A. Oliver. You can find me on Skype at Chad Oliver 0011. I hate Let's this shit. Let's do some chats there. You can find me on... Uh, my social security card at. All right, uh, so you can find zero. me. Oh, you, you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore three? on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's three. You can find I don't me. <laughs> you can find me on Letterboxd at Cody Lunsford. Uh, my Nintendo friend code is. <laughs> I don't if you have know, your friend code memorized, I'll be impressed. But <laughs> no, I don't play online video yeah. games, and I don't. We should play Super right Smash Bros. again. You haven't played. I in a don't. While. No, but I didn't fucking pay for an online subscription because I like have played video games once. I thought in the you past you got months. it through Amazon though, right? Through Amazon. I know, and I didn't renew for the nine months because I didn't use the three months free oh, subscription that gotcha. I got. Anyway, anyway, um, uh, you can find the show at We Pick Picks, W E P I C K P I C S, on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you rate and review the show. Tell your friends about it. If you have a podcast or your friend has a podcast and it seems like they'd want us as a guest, ask us, but not me right now because I'm about to get married and I'm fucking stressed. Ask but me. Ask, ask Chad and Mark and ask me post October. Um, all right, so that's it. Uh, Mark, what's the best movie of 2002? Spirited Away, Chad. Best mm-hmm. movie of 2002. Uh, probably Spirited Away. Uh, Cody, what's the best film of the year 2002? Uh, the best film of 2002 is Spirited Away. Remember, everyone, once you do something, you never forget, even if you can't remember.
On the next episode of Best Pictures, tune in because we are talking about the second installment in the Lord of the Rings series, The Two Towers. Um, You can rent it on Amazon or iTunes. And it should be available on Netflix soon. Netflix tweeted about it. I don't fucking oh, know okay. this is what news they to meant. Me. I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how soon is soon, but they tweeted about it and said Two Towers and Return of the King coming soon. How's we'll Netflix going to have like the rights to like stream Lord of the Rings, but Amazon's the one that's making the series? I don't think they're going to keep the rights to stream the movies very long. <laughs> Got it.